0: Welcome back, love letter listeners. Today I have a really special episode for you. I was speaking with Torin Perkett, aka Big Torin, the funky minister of music, and things didn't really go the way that this podcast usually goes. I mean, we did talk about Virginia, growing up here, and what it's like to be a creative entrepreneur, but we touched on metaphysicality, spirituality, and all things in between, and I really am excited to share this episode with you. Big Torrin. Hey, how are you?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good.
0: So I see you already have an event coming up.
1: Yeah. With the Fusion
0: Groove Band?
1: Yes, two-fourths of my Fusion Groove Band. Yes. Yeah, I, co- I coordinated my own events and um, I'm using my guitars for it, so yeah, Fusion Groove is what I'm going to be going with with this one.
0: Nice. That should be awesome. Yeah. How did you get involved with the with coordinating this event?
1: Um. Well, I went to the people that I'm collaborating. rating on this event with name are the rich earth family. And it's a husband and wife. And they are basically healers. They do meditation, guided meditation things themselves. And I went to one of their meditation events and I wrote out my intentions in the beginning of the year and they guided me through that meditation. And it was, and they did through the sound on the singing bowls. And I was just, I was like, wow, this is so nice. And after the event was over, I was just thinking about like, man, it would be cool to be able to add music to the sound bowls. So that way it, the the healing process could like, like accelerate and whatnot. And I reached out to the guy and the guy that was joining, his name is Deron. He was like, yo, man, me and you should like, maybe collaborate on an event right before I even said something to him. And so everything was just a line. And I was like, man, bro, I was literally just thinking that. And so we just worked some things out, uh, made sure everything was intact. And now here we are about to have the event.
0: That's so great. How, how did you find the event space?
1: Well, it's different people that's out here. And we was looking for a particular, we were looking for a particular style for a meditation event. And we needed something intimate um, and a place where we could maybe necessarily like be closed in. And we had like a couple of places in mind. And once we did the final like run through of understanding how we want to do it. It was this spot called the tsunami uh, spot, and it was just like perfect for everything that we was looking for. Because, like I say, it's a guided meditation. You you need you need right energy and frequencies for people to be aligned in that uh, atmosphere.
0: That sounds really really necessary right now. Some rest. Yeah,
1: and which it is, which it is, and I feel like more people are on. A mindset to becoming better and some people might be interested in knowing about meditation healing and things but some people don't know the full in-depth of meditation some people think of meditation as like they got to cross their legs Indian style got to hold their fingers together or what they show on tv and it's just different ways of executing your meditation point
0: when did you start getting involved with meditating?
1: I started getting involved with meditating. Um, I'll say about like maybe five oh. years ago, and I would take time, and I had to. And when I say five years ago, that was me trying to understand how meditation works for me, and I I wasn't the type to uh, sit on a yoga mat and do these type of stretches and things and, and whatnot. So I would go to the beach or I would go outside in the sun. Um, I would write down stuff, put myself in a mindset. And the mindset I would put myself in would to clear all my thoughts when you get into a meditative state. And from there, I see how it benefited my well-being And that's when I started traveling into knowing about the musical tones of the chakras and how they resonate together. And like I said, it's it's, it's something that like, it's an intentional type of mindset. So if you want to be able to go, uh, go further with your, whatever you do, you just set intentions and so some people know about their different states of being and emotions and the way they feel so if you got something that's blocked in your mind or you got creative blockages maybe you should go to your your third eye chakra chakra and um you know set some attention so it can open that up so your creativity can can just flow you know
0: Do you feel that since you've been meditating that the creativity comes to you easier?
1: Well, I think the creativity comes regardless. However, I just know how to have a directional point when I need to focus in on something instead of it just being sporadic or chaotic. It can be all structured in order and um, but still, you know, sometimes the sporadic and chaotic energy is good. You you create new things in that. But, um, yeah, just being centered and focused in that.
0: OK, I see what you mean. So it, it helps with your creative discipline.
1: Yes. Yes, for sure. For sure. Especially when you have when you have knowledge of something, you're able to figure out how to say okay maybe I do want to do this or maybe I don't just by way of knowledge something real simple
0: and you're involved in so many different things how do you keep tabs on all of your different hobbies and interests
1: Hmm. you know I'm, 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 I'm interested oh you know you say I'm involved in different things what um uh, what is it do you that seems like a lot.
0: Well, I see you're in more than one band. It looks like you're doing some, uh, some sketches. So you're, you're writing some, you're acting some, right? Yes. That's impressive. Not everybody can find that balance. And I'm sure you're also, you told me yesterday, that you are involved in ministry, right?
1: Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Church ministry, yes. Minister of Music.
0: That's wonderful.
1: Well, to answer the question, um, yes, uh, how do I be able to balance that? Well, that goes into basically me knowing myself and I'm into I have an open mindset of my belief system so i was raised as a in the christian world that's how i was raised but my mindset of how i believe is spirituality and um i go by some astrology and me being a gemini born in that degree i am able to i i i I do multiple things and when I was younger, I used to get bored with things easily and not, not finish a project, but I would start something and I would be so motivated and enthusiastic about it. But then if it started getting boring to me, or it just doesn't hold my attention, I would ease back from it. And so as that, as I grew older and I got more serious in my my life about the things I do um I was still involved in different things then one day I asked God in the universe for structure discipline and order and I prayed that prayer for a whole year and I remember it was 2014 then in 2015 it was just like boom, my prayers was answered, so God presented me with these different tasks, and I accepted a position to be the minister of music at a church, and that consisted of me being the actual choir director and the music director, so um, I had to be able to hold in, I had to be the first one there had to be the last one to lock up i had to know the songs as a musician as a piano player and know the 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 parts had to rehearse with the musicians then i had to teach the parts as the vocal leader and whatnot so those things you can't do that thing just on the fly sometimes and it ain't going to work. It's going to make you look sloppy and uh, lagging behind and like a little slouch. And so I just didn't, I just made sure I was on top of the things that I did. So I had choir rehearsal on Saturdays, made sure I had consistency on that. And I had a band that I was in. We had band rehearsal maybe on Tuesdays Uh, and they'll try to have like, try to have musicians rehearsal on Wednesday, but I just made sure I had my priorities straight for each thing that I was involved in. So uh, I made sure nothing, never overbooked with something else. Um, And like I said, the prayer that I prayed to God was decency, discipline, uh, structure, discipline and order. And those things were like, not my super strong suit before that point. And then from there, I just stayed on that mission. So that's how I'm able to balance those things. Um, I really just know what I'm getting into. And and if it's too much for me, I just, I got to find, I got to make sure I don't overdo myself because you try to do so many things, especially as a, as a music artist and as a entertainment artist and going into like film doing some acting and also doing film compositions the music for film it's it's a it's a world where you have to is you have to have discipline there's in the creative world and you you're planning on making it you you can't just not have discipline and you in the area that you're striving for you got to be able to have initiative you got to have discipline and you got to know that you got to get it done yourself and you can't re- try to rely on somebody else so those be the factors that like really helps me keep things in place right there
0: that so you would definitely say you have to be a self starter and you got to be organized
1: Yes, yes. To to really uh, um, get a, a, a certain representation of a return, um, and the return meaning it can be any return. It can be a financial return or the results, or it can be a, a human connectivity networking result. Um, but one of one of the other, you want the best possible outcome when you do something, a job, or you do a partnership network or you are the leader you know what i'm saying if you are the leader so you got people that does that work the people but you got people that have to take the initiative to literally put up their own money uh gather the resources meaning the people to do the different positions to execute the vision correctly then also um be able to make sure there's an execution factor each each time the project is happening. So um, the people, I feel like for the people who are in that leadership position, you have to be a, a self-starter and organize. If you, if you are one of those people that just takes the command of people and you're good at being a servant and not in a bad way. I'm just meaning like for the best of humanity. Um, if you're good at being a servant and you know your position, you don't strive to be uh, the person in the front. That's cool. You don't. Then those things you say. All right, a job gives you. Hey, you work a you work from six a.m. to two a.m. and you got that from Monday to Friday. Saturdays you all you set that you set your schedule around that but when you're creative yo you man you gotta create it yourself you know what I mean so yeah
0: that being said are you a morning person or a night owl
1: Mm, man I have my I my joints switch up I have seasons like (laughs) my seasons my seasons consist of it could be this week i am these few weeks this month i'm a night owl and maybe something happens next month to where um i'm getting up in the morning you know so um it it it, it just kind of switches up for me sometimes but for overall i'll say a night owl
0: i'm definitely the same way
1: which 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 which, like you you're a night owl
0: I'm a night owl, but it also, I have, I have seasons. I know what you mean by that. Mm.
1: Yeah, let's go. Thank you. That, cause you, cause it's, it's like, it's no classification. Like if it, if you need to be a morning person and get up this whole month, this whole two months, you just a morning person. And it's like, your body just don't want to go to bed at two, three at night in the morning. And, you
0: know, so it's, yeah being being a creative person you really are generally just led by your inspiration so your energy kind of follows that right
1: yes and recognizing the energy when it's there um so it helps me like when you asked about earlier in the conversation you said did knowing about the, the the chakras and the guided meditation the meditation points did that help me is like yeah because now I can I can feel energy but now I can see the I can I can see it like I asked I had a prayer that I prayed the end of last year in 2020 and my prayer was because I wanted to get better as a pianist um keyboardist and I just wanted my my fingering and my my skill to be faster, no mess ups and things like that. So I prayed a prayer. I said, God, I open my ear. And in my limited human mind, I was literally thinking like, yeah, I want my ear to be strengthened. So if I play something, I can just be able to hear it, pick it up quickly. Uh, and it's like that. I can do that. But I wanted to be even better. So now that I prayed that, my ear has strengthened, you know, because I was so sincere in my prayer. And now I'm hearing things that I didn't hear before. So um, that let me know that that moment of my prayer has been answered. So now I can maneuver in, a, in just like um, a more direct focal point to my next point of life. You get what I'm saying? Like I feel like since we since we got internet now, man, we yo, the internet is the internet is the energy itself. The internet is like a in the host in the in the universe and the universe is so massive and big they got a uni- they got a universe uh, another uh, uh, solar system galaxy called Trappist-1 and that's like uh 38,000 light years away and it has seven planets two of them may be which habitable for the earth like type joints but yo what i'm saying is i'm just saying like the internet is like a cut through the universe yo yeah. It's like a gateway is like what may took 5 years or 10 years the internet made it to be where that jank can happen tomorrow y'all
0: mm-hmm. how has covid affected the way that you create
1: thank you for that question um hold it. covid covid <laughs> coronavirus <laughs> you know coronavirus uh i think covid and <laughs> Maybe paraphrasing, but it was like it was like, "Hey, you can't call it corona. We are losing money, so we're paying y'all to change it to COVID 19 Anyways, you can make him cut that out. <laughs> but um, I feel like the coronavirus, man, the COVID nineteen has like changed the game, yo, for real, like when it happened, I'm, I remember hearing stuff. Uh, I'm not a super news person. So I I hear the universe and God guides me to hear what needs to be heard for real, for real. Um, so I was like, man, they're not going to shut down the city, man. That's it's too much money involved. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying that. Then I remember, boom, that ain't happened. I was like, oh, I don't know nothing. So I was like, okay, this is real. Life has changed. The stuff that how we live in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s, like the game has changed. Like I said, with the internet and cryptocurrency and all this stuff. As me, I, so I in 2020 of January, uh, by January, February, I was already like, I I I got to a point where I wanted to book, have my stuff in the calendar as a creative, as a performer, uh, musician. And I was booked to December of 2020 from January, and I was already booked, and I had like put certain stuff in place, and I was I was using my uh band, Fusion Groove band, to um be opening uh, the band for other artists that's like making dope moves and things. And I was like, all right, my I was gonna use that. I was like, all right, these people got this this name. So my band gonna get known and the, the name brand gonna get known in this community. And I'm using, I'm opening up for this person, Keith Murray stuff, And we ha- I had all these things lined up, yo. And then it just, it, they shut everything down um, even more. And to like 25 people and whatnot, I think on everything was just closed. And man, I had over, I I I I put myself in too much stuff and I was just doing too much. And trying to reach for whatever I thought I, I was doing it, but I wasn't centered into the bigger picture of like the good of humanity i was just trying to get my name out there more and getting places and it was happening but it was too much on my my shoulder so when the pandemic happened it gave me a processing time when everything closed down everything closed down i started practicing even much more harder on the piano and um And I just strengthened my skills. And from there, the COVID made me just realize, like, yo, you have to really like put perspective in this digital streaming age. Like, yeah, you're a performing artist, but you're gonna reach people by that. But now we're changing to a virtual digital streaming side. It turned streaming in 2012, but now you're the artist, so. The, the The pandemic really like let me put music on the internet as like as an artist. Like now you can look a bit torn up, and I got an album called "Makes Me Move" that's on all music streaming platforms. Um, then I got other songs up there as me as just the one who produced the beat and whatnot. So I really feel like the pandemic was like a change in the whole existence as an entertainer for myself but however it let me be like it now i had time to really focus on myself because i was on a lot of stuff for other other people so yeah i'm gonna say it was a good uh, it was a nice little good outcome i feel like
0: you definitely made the most of it that's amazing
1: yes 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 for sure
0: And you brought up a really great point about how the internet has made a lot of that more accessible and made connecting with people more accessible. I wouldn't have met you if it weren't for Instagram. And I I think you found me first. And then when I actually finally looked into who you were, I was so excited.
1: Mm. Wow.
0: What in the freak?
1: (laughs) Thank you thank yeah. you thank you for Which, I mean I know this is our first time I like really liked. So like on what you was excited about because I'm, I'm curious on your your perspective
0: you make the kind of music that I enjoy listening to and I feel like the more that I put it out into the universe that I want to find creatives that share a similar vibe and you know atmosphere to them I, I definitely am even more excited to try to share your message and your music?
1: Wow, truly grateful. Yeah, I'm trying to, you don't have to forgive me because I I feel like I, I got led to your page through something. And right now it's like a little blurry how I got there but it's, I'm not, I'm not a person that's on my phone a whole lot. So it it, it usually went, and so I also, like I said, the, the internet is an energy. I normally like, I pray over the internet energy as well, as far as like using it as a source and energy to like really Help me go further along and uh, align with people that connect with me just off of jump, like to weed out all the the fraudulent people, yeah. the fake people, and whatever my my definition of fake meaning like it just doesn't align with me. That's yeah. fake to me because I'm real and and I'm Man. authentic in my approach. Uh, like I, I'm not reaching for clout and things like that I just got my own thing you know I do my own thing so in that I don't tolerate certain things that I feel like is unmoral and so I have certain events that I do like invite only but I was looking at somebody joint and I think I seen you or you were a part of it was, a per- it was a picture and it was two people and I think y'all was dressed up or something. Clicking on your name and I think I had seen you. I think I had seen your Instagram before. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yo, I seen your Instagram already prior, but I ain't think nothing of it. But you see how the universe worked though. I seen your drum before I, and I went to it. So when I clicked on it, I was like, huh. So I went through your stuff and Whatever joints that I like of yours, I I I liked it because I think it was either real dope and creative or whatever something that you put in there. Glad you hit me. Hit uh, me up or follow me or something, yo.
0: Anytime. That's what I'm here for. So Hmm. I want to circle back to you as a musician. Are you strictly self-taught or? Uh, I'm self-taught.
1: And my musicianship. My dad plays. Okay. So I used to be over top him in our younger days. And so he had a keyboard in the house. And when when I was like eight or nine, in my childhood age range, my dad would like practice songs more than when he got in his 30s. He just, he not really like practice the songs like that and, and up and whatnot. And so, yeah, he I gave me and my bro, like just let me and my bro use the keyboard and stuff. And that's how it kind of just started right there. So would I say formal training? No, but my dad does have like a nice big influence over, my plan.
0: That's awesome. Thanks. Growing up in it.
1: Yeah, I think accessibility has a big part of it. Uh, I was accessible to certain instruments as growing up in a church. So I, I played the drums um, at church. Then I came, so I played the drums because my brother used to be the drummer at church. And he was in like middle school and I think he just punched the wall, just got mad and he had to wear a cast. So he couldn't play the drums because, and so I had to play the drums and from there I just stayed a drummer. And in that time period, I started playing the drums at like 11, then around like seventh grade, I started playing piano. And one day I said, Hey dad, Hey Dad, I want to learn how to play the piano. And I'm just exaggerating my voice, but um, and he was like, "Sure, son, come on over here." And I was like, "Thanks, Dad." And so he came over there, and he was like, "All right, this is what you're gonna do right here." And he started playing. Uh, he showed me a simple hymn, and it was called "Leaning on the Everlasting Arm." he showed me the very basic three note joints what a fellowship what a joy divine and he said learn how to play that and I basically learned how to play it took some time but I learned how to play it then he said now take it up a half step take it up a key and he told me to learn myself and all my keys so I'll say that was like uh just the training and from there I just learned everything myself, yo. And yeah, so thanks. That's
0: so wholesome and sweet. I love that. Mmm. Mm. So did you grow up in Virginia?
1: Yes, I did. I did. Virginia. <laughs> I grew up in Portsmouth, then moved to Norfolk and I stayed. Uh, um, I just like Norfolk area, so I've just been living out Norfolk. nice I love Norfolk too. Yeah, Norfolk is like the Mecca yo and I'm, I'm, I'm just saying in a opinionated perspective just it's just like it's just a, like a center point. It's like Norfolk just have a lot of things that goes on. It's really small, but you know what I'm saying you can it's, it's just a lot of different creative things going on.
0: It's well saturated for sure. Mm. so did your family grow up here too
1: yes my mother and father both did in Norfolk yeah my father is a pastor and whatnot so
0: nice
1: yeah and my grandfather on my father's side was a pastor of two churches so I I grew I grew up in that lineage uh, you know, like um, the pastors or, you know, leadership type things. And um, so, I hold, you know, my father is somebody and my mother, I'm close to them. So I, I don't have like bad blood with my family. I know sometimes people have uh, in different relationships with their uh, family sometimes, but uh, for, for me, my relationship with my mother and father are you know very nice and peaceful they both pisces they both water signs so okay they've been real chill through my upbringing and whatnot that's
0: good (laughs) i was also raised by water signs a word yeah
1: what's what's those
0: scorpio and cancer
1: Mm. wow what and that's yeah yeah. And this kind of like water is water turned into different elements, uh, solid, liquid, gas, um yeah. something else. So it's like they it, it's it's with special. So with Pisces, um, I know I'm kind of going that direction, but I, with Pisces, they their symbol is the fish going one direction and then the other fish going another direction. Then with Gemini, you got the two uh, the twins, two different people and whatnot, but um, that's what the similarities are at with Pisces, and I feel like my upbringing with my parents it was just—it just worked out, yo. Like if if they, I be hearing people say like, "You choose your parents when you come here," and and the more I look at, it, I'm like, yo,
0: I think I chose some cool parents, y'all like. Yeah, that's so sweet. I'm sure they'd be happy to hear that.
1: And hopefully. And they will listen to it
0: like, oh, you know.
1: And, (laughs) yeah, my... So I... I want them to. And I started telling my parents that I love them. And anything that I needed to say, I started saying it. In 2018, um, December 29th, like, yo, I... I had this humongous, like, cough attack where, like, I had a cold, a little cold, and never got sick before, never had a cold or nothing before, and it was just, like, a long, drawn-out cold, and one day, I was just at my parents' crib, and a little under the weather, my, my mom brought me some food and stuff, she came in, she brought me some drink, I drunk some of the tea. And I just started like coughing really bad. And I was like spitting up like phlegm and mucus, yo. And so this is all happening out of nowhere. And I I calmed down. I then my mom says, um, we go, um, we're gonna take you to the ER. My dad says that I was like, um, I'm good. I kind of just Someone's like, I was just really weak. Then they gave me some water. I drank the water. It just got worse. And I, I, I was like, dad, called an ambulance. And my dad, no, I ain't the type to say that type stuff. Call an ambulance. I got weak as a mud. He was like, we got to put some clothes on you. I was like, I can't, I, can't, I can't move. And my voice was very faint, but I'm just giving the purposes like that of speaking, but uh my voice was very soft and faint and I was like, I can't move. And so he knew it was real. So the ambulance finally came and I live right we live right up the street from that. And it was like, Mr. Priggett, we need um uh, need to try to breathe, put the breathing mask on me, turn the breathing mask all the way up to a hundred. They won't get in no air. They was like, we gotta get them out of here. They put me on a stretcher, put me, took me downstairs and put me in an ambulance. So I'm thinking we driving for like ten minutes and stuff, but they're working on me. Stuff is getting blurry to me. I'm losing air, like like life is like fading away right now from me. and at that time, and I doze off and I doze off and I dream for a little bit, and I wake up in a hospital. And my brother, my mom, my dad, right over top of me, and I couldn't talk, I couldn't move, I couldn't do nothing, and I, and my, I had to use like hand language to make them understand me because I, they had a, a, a breathing tube down my throat, um, and so. I asked my brother what happened to me. He, 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 I had to use the W sign, and luckily, by the grace of God, the universe had it to way he understood what I was saying when nobody else could. And he said, bro, you have been in a coma for two weeks. Oh and I was, and I couldn't move, but in my mind I was like, what the freak? So, yeah, yo, and so like, two weeks had went past, and it just felt like a day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't like I was that guy that went through that experience. You see that stuff on TV, movies, documentaries, and stuff like that. Like, I was that guy that literally, I was like, if 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 ten was death, I was at a nine point seven, yo. So, um, man, they said I had like some form of pneumonia that like had happened, kicked in, it was very, very infectious. And it had, it just like filled up my lungs real heavy to like, not like 95%. Um, and you know, uh, they had to do surgery on my lungs. They had to like put a tube in my neck, like man. They, and I felt that in a dream world, yo, that was crazy. So like, in the dream world, I was like, ah, what in the world? But I didn't know what was going on, and so um, got they gone. I understood, so I had to learn how to walk again, y'all. I had to learn. I had to have voice therapy, physical re- rehab and art therapy and this was in 2019 and that's what like changed the game for me as far as like being creative um tapping into my full potential reaching it reaching my my purpose daily like not like a 10 year goal five year like tomorrow i'm reaching my purpose you know so um just having that near-death experience and, you know, I was in the hospital for a, a month and like a whole day, like a month and one day, you know, so it was just a, like a, a, a very, the universe applied so much pressure on my body to me and what I had to go through and making it out of that it really just puts stuff into perspective of like, yo, anything can happen. And it's not saying you're going to die. But I even said to somebody, I said, yo, the way something happened in a a bad, tragic way, something good can happen in the most positive way. But if you're not prepared for it, then it can still come out bad because, you know, you should have been preparing for it. So, um, yeah, that's just something that's a part of, like, my little background. Like, so, <laughs> you had the, my life had stopped for a hot minute, then COVID had happened, and I was like, oh,
0: not again! Oh, my gosh, no kidding. Yeah. No wonder you're in hyperdrive now.
1: Hmm, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it plays a huge factor of like I mean like that being in a I was in a medically induced coma so I wasn't there myself but they put me there so being in that state of realm it was just crazy that I literally got to because I I like sci-fi type movies and uh, science fiction and like really science breakdown of how they make things happen and manipulate matter and the other side of the dream world, lucid dreaming and things like that in nature. And I always wonder what the other stuff would be like. And I was like, oh, snap. Yes, I'm back. Thank you, God. Never want to experience again. Never. But um, I is like, yo, I know what it feels like to be in the other side. Like, it's nothing different. The only difference is, is like, so say you say I'm talking to you right now. I don't know what you're doing right now or how you're sitting or standing up, walking whatever. Say you're talking to me. And this is this is how it was for me. I'm talking to you right now. And I'm in my environment, I'm sitting in front of my computer and I'm conscious and aware of everything in my surroundings. Then all of a sudden my environment changes. Now, picture me at like Ocean View Beach or Oceanfront. But I'm literally was just talking to you. But my environment changes. I stay in the same spot. And that would happen. And I would be in that existence. And I would be like, what is going on? Because I didn't know I was in a coma. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that stuff. It just like literally phase into it. But it was so long that I was in that joint that I was literally asking questions in a dream, like, where am I at, yo? I never had this happen in my life where a whole environment would just change on me. Like, what is going on? And so, um, yeah, that was, that was, it wasn't scary at all. It just showed me that is multiple things and parallels going on. We just can't see it on the human realm, but it's happening. So it's just good to grab your energy that you're focusing on and just go full throttle. But that's it for that part, man.
0: My goodness. I'm so glad you made that miraculous recovery. That's amazing. Mm, Thank you. Do you think in that time where you were experiencing that, shift in being being one place and then being in another place while you were in the coma that you were astrally projecting
1: yes yes Wow. definitely uh, I was it was it was it was like multiple factors of it I, I was astral projecting also living another life as well um, like I like in that mindset yo like I had moved on like it kind of just was like I I remember what life was on earth then it was just kind of like I just would be in somewhere and I'm just there like you never be in a dream and the dream just starts Mm -hmm. but it don't have like a beginning point and you just there then you just kind of you're just going about your dream like oh, hey, what up, Bob? What up, Swat? You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just there. It's it's literally it was literally like that, yo. It was like I just moved on. So what I'm saying is, if I would have died, I would have been at that point in my dream state.
0: You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Wow. I can't even imagine. That, that gives me a really interesting perspective. Thank you for that.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I'm curious. What's, what's, what's your perspective?
0: I mean, that's something I've always kind of wondered about. What would it be like to be in a coma or be asleep for, you know, that amount of time? That's wild. And could you manipulate your consciousness to travel outside of the bounds of space and time?
1: Right, right, right. See, and look, yo, your thought of what you said, you thought about like I I thought about that too. I see in, and I I'm into a lot of distant places. Like I remember I had a thought about angels being what if you people talk about guardian angels and I feel like certain angels have missions. So What if like the angels fulfill their mission for you? Then remember how I had mentioned about there's another solar system called TRAPPIST-1, which is, it's multiple, it's billions of planets out here, billions of planets and millions of planets and stuff and with moons and stuff like that. So it's billions of planets with moons and a moon, basically a planet. So what if the angels that's on earth travel to different solar systems you know what I'm saying? Like, it's another version and another form of you somewhere else in another parallel, like another multiverse. Uh, the only difference is you may not be a Gemini, you know what I'm saying? Or you may be a, a, a different gender or something like that. But other than that, the same thing's going on, the same things that's happening, but just slight variations has different outcomes. And whatnot, and in the coma, I felt like I went through different versions of touring, and I was traveling through different parallels of seeing how different versions of myself lived and whatnot. And um, and I, and I uh, when I had art therapy, the art therapy it would be this lady from this college or something. And she was really nice. She was like, they want you to draw and they want you to they ask you certain questions to make sure your mind is saying that you didn't elude, like be brain dead or anything. And so she would ask me R words. She's like, Name, think of words that start with R, and i said say a ravishing, reddish, uh rebellious. Song. Um and stuff like that. I was like, huh, we see you in the college. And because people say, rec- but anyway, but uh they, I drew a pic. They told me to just draw anything. And look, my my my, my I couldn't, and my hands was weak, my body was so weak. I had that this was therapy to really work these muscles back to existence. So it would be time I'm like, I don't want to draw, you know, I don't want to do that, and, but I'll do it anyway. So she told me to draw. So I drew something, I drew. I drew a picture of like a stick figure. My drawing is different. I drew a stick figure and and I drew a planet and I colored it a little red and stuff. And I said, she was like, what is this? And I drew some like a uh, person like not making it. And she was like, what's this? I was like, oh, that's that's uh the planet uh, Mer- uh Mercury. On, on the solar system travis uh travis one and in that parallel i didn't make it in that world i passed away you know what i'm saying like and that's and so it was just it was just like i know everybody ain't get their experiences but like i i can't the only way people will be able to figure out and see what i seen and lived in the I didn't know it was, so keep in mind, I didn't know it was a coma that I was in. I literally felt like I drifted off and I just came aware and I was just like, what in the freak is happening in my life right now? But I didn't think of where's mother or father or nobody. It was just like, this other world, yo. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not scary, though, Vanessa. I just want to let you know that. It's not scary. I, I think people get scared. Is And it's not scary. It's not at all.
0: That's amazing. Well, thank you for bringing me some peace in that, too. That can, that is... <laughs> There's so much involved with that 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 could be out there, so that, that is good to know.
1: Mm, right, 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 right. Oh, thank you for that that question and give insight. I I, I don't mind you know talking about it. It's it's something that that I went through, and it's it's like God let me go through it, but I I didn't go through like. I didn't go through pain, man. Like, God didn't let me go through pain. Like, it was just like a dream, yo. Know? It was like a dream waking up and just having to, like, work back to being a normal human. But uh, after that, I was like, whoa. So, my... You, you see how, like, me and you, we're here, and Thank you for putting me on this platform that you have uh, that, you know, I, I've really seen I seen it and I was like, man, she really showing love to Virginia. I was like, wow, you really don't get that around here. And and, 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 and I'm talking about, I'm talking about as a whole Instagram, yo, and so I had to see what it was about and whatnot. This moment, um, is, I'm very grateful for it. Um, because it's 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 something that builds farther out. She's precise and it looks consistent with it. Like I, I really like that, you know. Um mm-hmm. I really like when people can have multiple things going on, but you can really um at least prioritize it to where it's a fashionable image to an outsider and yeah thank you yeah
0: it's it's definitely a a learning process
1: (laughs) yeah yeah for sure could because you you do multiple things and i always look at it like like a two three year process like where you gonna be at if you just start now and just lock in whatever You lock in, uh, and I'm talking to anybody that's listening to this. If you start now and you lock in whatever thought and idea that you want to do, think about where you'll be two, three years from now. If you just do it. Yeah. All you got to do is do it. And it's just, you're going to, you're going to align with other resources and connectivities. You may not see it directly right now. Like it may not be written out. Oh, I'm gonna meet somebody there such and such, and they just gonna happen. It's just gonna it's gonna happen, but you will be prepared in that moment to be able to go to that next transition to go ahead and take you further to another part. And it's just it's just other parts of like me, yo. I perform like in in the year 2019, yo. I had so I got a whole sheet. I got a whole sheet of performances. I will write. I right, so I performed like seventy different places from March, from me getting out of the coma two months later, and like I just performed like super play. Like I ended up, uh, so I ended up going to DJ Jazzy Jeff crib, man, and and it was man, it was just like. My man's Billy Mercury. Um, he I, I want to ask, you know who DJ Jazzy Jeff is?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right, that okay, cool. So my man's Billy Mercury, that's my best friend. We that's my music homie. He's in the band with me, the grooving. He's a the singer with it and whatnot. And he was already in with DJ Jazzy Jeff going there to this thing called Playlist. And he did this thing called Sessions. And Billy, they uh, Sessions was, they chose an artist, and they was going to have a whole week where they have particular people there to work on the album for the artist that they select. And by grace of God and the universe, they chose my best friend. We grew up in the last, you know what I'm saying, the last 10 years as, like, best friends. You know what I'm saying? So um my man's Billy brought me in the guitarist with him. So we there, DJ Jazz and Derrick crib a whole week, just able to do like, create. Like when you think of Creation Paradise, you think of like, it, it, to me, like we had, it was just different rooms. You can go in and you can just create. And the caliber of musicians that were there, that created me and Billy were the like the probably the least known people as having a fan and following base there. Everybody else, like they had a cast like Mac Ayers, got they go Eric Robins and uh Chris Dave, like these people were like heavy hitters in the game. And it was just like, yo, what the freak? And so I think um you know that that moment me being there as like understanding that five months ago, I was literally in a coma. Life was almost out of me. Now I'm here with the dude, DJ DJ Jazzy Jeff. I grew up on his music. I would listen to the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. You know what I'm saying? And I would just be like, and he was like, hey, what's up, Torrin? How you doing, Torrin? And I'm like, what the? But it won't. I, I've never been like a super fanboy of celebrities anyway. It was just like everybody was just like nobody was dressed up, and I came. I bought a lot of clothes. I thought we was gonna be going different places and stuff. <laughs> and I had my book bag going. One, she was like, "Oh, you doing the Kanye thing?" Because I was rocking a book bag. All we was was just at the crib the whole time, and just creating different music and whatnot. But. My whole point of that is that energy happened. A lot of people want those moments where they can... like, People be like, yo, just give me one week, you know what I mean, with an artist, a music artist or somebody and stuff like that. And, you know, it happened. And I was a part of it due to my best friend getting selected and he bringing me along when I got to experience how I want to be able to do certain things. I was exposed to it. Like, this is how a person that is paid through musically entertainment wise and different accolades that he has he's able to live in this this type of housing how this amount of land <clears> how <throat> this right here to be able to bring us here to create music you know what I'm saying freely so I was exposed to that and it just made me see that you know all right you gotta lock in you gotta just tighten up. Because you hear. You hear now. So yeah. Just want to say that.
0: You're manifesting that energy, I'm saying. How would you recognize someone from Virginia or 757?
1: Mm, wow. Woo! man, you know, it's all different type angles out here, so I'm from Norfolk City, so I know we could be like, year, you know, that's like a, <laughs> like, that's, I just said, like, if I'm here in year, I'm like, hold on,
0: Yer- V-A-
1: if I'm in another state, um, um, but, v- mm. man, that's my, that's my answer, I want to ask you that, Question though, what you what you think?
0: So I've been picking up more on the subtleties of the accent here, and my accent has completely changed since I've lived here. Like, there's a lot more R sound to everything, <laughs> um, and like, oh, people print uh, like a lot of the native to Virginia beach specifically oh no that is that is how you say it oh no Mm. (laughs) Mm. you said "yerp."
1: like ear I mean I'm I'm just and I'm speaking um, (laughs) cultural type things like can't some of the black homies be like yeah and it's like but that's 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 our thing. I mean, maybe, yeah, yeah. I definitely know in the 757, yo, like <clears throat> I'm trying hey, Vanessa, you you got your characters, you do and stuff. Try it mm-hmm. out one time. If you ever went somewhere, I just try. Don't be scared. Just be like, yeah, see who turns around. I guarantee you, my like, Somebody's gonna turn around. But in the certain type of environment you're doing that, you know. Okay. <laughs>
0: I see. <laughs> That's fun. I love it. I love that question. I get such a different answer from everybody that I ask.
1: You know, Virginia kind of, you know, Virginia kind of like a melting pot too,
0: though. hmm That's the fun thing.
1: Yeah, a lot of people come from different places in Virginia to mm-hmm. Virginia, especially it being the like biggest naval base station. A mm-hmm. lot of people get deployed here. They And just start living here. What do you
0: think about Virginia? You like it? I do. I've come to like it. There's so many different areas across the state to experience that there's definitely something for everybody.
1: Virginia, we live here. Y'all hear us, Virginia. We're talking to you. The earth, the ground, the air. Virginia, we love you. Take opportunities. Enjoy life. Participate, explore, meet new people, connect and network, smile, clear your mind, release tension, express, accept, be kind, start a conversation and speak. And yeah, that's what I wanna lead the the world. Of the magnificence, who listens and take charge around the world?
0: Thank you so much, Toran. This has been a delight. I've really enjoyed talking with you today.
1: Thank you so much for your time. Anytime.